presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars basketball is on the air. Zero wedding sends out to Hall. Touch pass Nell, open three. He yes. got it right side. The answer from Trevin Nell. This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Getting you ready for BYU versus Houston. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the 21st-ranked BYU Cougars welcoming the 4th-ranked Houston Cougars to Provo. Well, a new week means new opportunities for BYU. After going 1-1 and last week, BYU actually dropped one spot in this week's AP poll. They are now number 21. And for a large chunk of Saturday's game on the road at Texas Tech, it really did appear that the Cougars were going to go 2-0 and during the week, but a second half dominated by the Red Raiders put an end to that. After leading by as many as 17 and holding a 16-point lead at the half, BYU would be outscored in the second half by 23 points and lose 85-78. to The loss drops BYU's overall record to 14-4, and and its Big 12 record now stands at 2-3. and And the issue of losing big leads really wasn't a thing in non-conference play, but it has been since Big 12 play began. In fact, the Cougars have led in the second half of all three conference losses, and things obviously don't get any easier tonight with the Cougars in red in town tonight. Houston, as I mentioned a moment ago, is the nation's fourth best team currently, and they are every bit a legit team. Statistically speaking, The Cougars, speaking of Houston, are the best defensive team in the country, ranking first in field goal percentage defense, scoring defense, scoring margin, and turnover margin. Houston isn't necessarily an offensive juggernaut, but they make up for that with their stifling defense. Tonight really is a matchup of BYU's offense versus Houston's defense. And speaking of BYU's offense, Trevin Nell has brought another level of shooting this year. Despite only scoring six points at Texas Tech on Saturday, his shooting has been one of the biggest reasons why BYU has been able to have the start to the season that they've had. I talked with Trevin after practice and asked him what he and the team took away from the disappointment in Lubbock. I mean, there's a lot of positives um, in terms of how we approach the first half. Um, And I feel like we shared the ball really well. We were we cut really, really hard, and we really limited them on the offensive glass. And our defense, we were really locked in, just one through five. Um, and I feel like uh, just something that we can definitely improve on is just staying locked in, that mentality, right? And then just continuing to trust each other. Um, I feel like just the first couple of minutes, we kind of went away from that. Um, we didn't cut as hard, and we didn't use Ali as much in terms of just the start of the game. And so we have a lot of good things that we can learn from. And, you know, no better thing to do and, and then go out there and play another top 25 team. So well, the stuff that you said that maybe you guys weren't doing and that to start the second half, that kind of changed things. Is that what's been happening in some of the other games? Because this has happened in three other games where you've had the lead. Is, are there similarities or have each game been different? You're killing me. <laughs> yeah. It's when you look back and you think, wow, we've had almost double-digit leads in the last five games yeah. in the Big 12. Um, a, first, when I think of that, it shows we can play with anybody. Yep. We can literally play with anybody in the country, um, and that makes us dangerous. That changes our confidence. Um, this last game was a little more of a gut punch. 
um, but it kind of changed our mentality. Like we're, I feel like we're more that blue collar dog type of vibe right now. But it just goes back to like, you know, when things aren't working, where do we go to? And I think today in practice, we're really focused on where we can go to get shots. Who can we target to kind of get more open looks? Um, and so I think we're really confident going into uh, Tuesday and um, also Saturday. How are you feeling right now? How's shoulder feeling, just the overall game? How are you feeling right now? I feel good. Um, shoulder feels great. Uh, and I, my teammates, you know, it's been fun to really play with uh, these guys and, you know, get in a really good rhythm with them. Um, it's been really fun to be able to uh, be on the other side of the bench, um, you know, helping, coaching almost, and then be able to, you know, uh, play. And, and we were playing at a really high level. But everything feels good. My foot feels a lot better. Um, so I'm really excited for Tuesday. As I was watching you taking shots after practice, it it, it made me wonder something. As some, somebody like you that's, that's a shooter, when do you know this is going to be a good night? Is this something that happens in pregame? Is it after maybe maybe your first shot? If it goes in, you're like, okay, I feel it. When do you know if it's going to be a good night for you? Yeah, I mean, in previous years, it was always, uh, let's see how the first shot feels, you know. Um, but this year, as I really worked on, you know, mental health, really worked on my mental side of the game, it really just, like, it, I really learned, like, the next shot doesn't affect, like, the first shot doesn't affect my next shot. Um, and that's make or miss. And so uh, I know to start the season, Dallin kind of got on me. He's like, hey, when you make your first one, like, stay ready. Like, you could have 10 threes this game. Yeah. And so to have guys that really hold me accountable to stay ready, stay mentally there in that game, no matter what the score is, have really helped me to, you know, stay, you know, mentally ready. And so, like I said, the first shot doesn't affect the next shot, and I feel like I've really, you know, grown and matured in that way. You know, you brought up the, the mental side, and I think that's one of the things over the last couple of years that has become much more prominent in athletics in general, people working on the mental side of things. How long has that become more of a, of, or, or at least a bigger part of your game? Really, this so this year has been huge. Uh, last year is when I really started working on my mental health um, and the mental side of sports psychology and, you know, sports performance. Um, and it was really trying to get my head out of my, sh- like, not worry about my shoulder going into the next season. And so to work on that and then to have an injury, you know, that I just had and to not dwell on it and then to be able to, like, take my nose from my shoulder and apply it to my foot um, has really helped me to, you know, get healthy faster. And so we have a really amazing sports psychology team. We have uh, even Craig Manning. He's here all the time. So we're really fortunate to have guys that really help and really help us on the sports side of mental health. Well, you said it a second ago. There's no better way to help turn the page than another opportunity against the top 25 team. It's your third top, top 20. Let's yeah, let's go top five. Third top 25 team in a row. This really does feel like it's, it's your guys' offense versus their defense. It kind of feels like that's what we know how good they are defensively. We know what you guys can do offensively. Is it as simple as that, or is it? what do you make of this matchup? Um, I mean, they're number one in defense, like across the board, analytics stat-wise. They're the number one defensive team, so it's going to be really a uh, hard challenge, really well coached. Um, but we hang our hats on the defensive side, too. Like A lot of people think, yeah, BYU is offense, offense, offense. But if you look at the stats and the analytics, we're a top 10 defensive team. We're a top 10 offensive team. Um, and so we're really hanging our hats on the defensive side. And I think that really showed in the first half of the Texas Tech game. And so to be able to have that same mentality going into the second half of all these Big 12 games it really is going to help us, um, you know, come out with the win. And so, you know, this game is going to be a battle. We need the Rock. We need Cougar Nation to show up. And this place better be packed because this going to be a dogfight. What do you remember from the last time that you guys faced Houston. It was down in Houston because you were on the roster, but I don't see any stats from you. Did you not make that trip? I did make the trip. Uh, I was still like, 
I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I was playing a little bit. Uh, what, what do you remember from that game? We obviously know the ending. <laughs> I do remember the ending. Uh, TJ Ha is my guy. But I remember that game was a fight, and I came in. I was like, okay, this this game is going to be like this going to be a fight. I, we're, we didn't have Yoli at the time, um, and that team was really really good. And I remember the two plays I remember is we're down two or we're down one. They get the offensive rebound, and they just start. The one kid just starts sprinting on the court, yep. and I was like, "That's a travel." I'm yep. like yep. sprinting. And they call a travel, and TJ Haas is the game yep. winner. Um, so, like, they're really, really well coached. Every single year, they're a top twenty-five team. Um, so, uh, it's gonna be really fun. Well, and look, this is this is life in the Big Twelve. This is what everybody was looking forward to. You know, what type of opportunity is this for you guys? It's huge. Like. Uh, we are not trying just to survive in the Big 12. We're trying to make a really big name for ourselves. And to be able to, you know, w- lose one game and still be ranked in the top 25 just shows how amazing the Big 12 is. Like, it's the best basketball conference in the country. And to be able to go out there and, you know, play top 25 teams day in and day out is, is a huge help for us to get ready for postseason and to just continue to challenge us day in and day out. All right, thanks, Trev. Cougs versus Cougs. Here we go. Cougs versus Cougs. Let's see who wins. Let's go. <laughs> There we go, Trevor Nell. Appreciate his time as always. Coming up next, speaking of appreciating his time, we will get the time of one Mark Durant. It is our courtside conversation, and Mark will join me from the Marriott Center after this. Cougar pregame live rolling on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Mountain America Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's the Cougars versus the Cougars, blue versus red. And at the end of the day, doesn't it always come back to blue versus red? Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. Jason Shepard with you in our BYU Radio Studios. Joining me from the Marriott Center is the one and only Mark Durant. And Mark, look... We haven't talked in like two weeks. I haven't joined you for a couple of weeks. I feel like we're growing apart. I'm just so happy to be talking to you again. How are you? I'm great. And it's only fitting, Jason, that you and I are talking <laughs> for this game as as we ha- shared a special moment uh, down in Houston a few years ago. That was pretty cool. And so, yeah, you better have made yourself a bit. I know you're running around the country calling the women's games and I'm not saying that's not important, but don't forget about your man here. Hey, I never, never forget about you. Let's get into this matchup because this is this is a big time matchup at the Marriott Center tonight. But we got to start with, unfortunately, BYU uncharacteristically has not been able to hold leads in conference play. It's happened in all three of the Cougars' losses for something that hadn't been an issue before Big 12 play began. What do you think is contributing to why it's happening now? Partly because it's the Big 12. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're really good teams, and you've got some elite athletes. And look at that Texas Tech game, and they've got a you know a seven foot rim protector, and then they've got Pop Isaacs uh, out on the perimeter, who's a, you know, an elite player. And uh, if you don't kind of you know on top of your game really intense getting after it uh on you know be very aggressive all game long it allows teams like that to get back in it they they don't go away it's not like early in the season you build a 20 point lead and then you know they just kind of give up (laughs) those teams don't give up uh and and i you know it's it's a challenge i mean BYU hasn't been particularly healthy it looks like tonight that 
maybe you have everybody but Dawson uh, Baker available for you. So that that's good. I mean, that'll give you some more uh, options to be able to, to give guys rests and have new energy come in the game and maybe, you know, not getting worn down so much in the second half because uh, that kind of it, – it at least appears on the surface that BYU's – getting a little fatigued, getting worn down, and, and getting pushed around a little bit in the second half, which is unusual for this team. And, and you know, there's a lot. We could we could talk for a couple hours on maybe what's going on with BYU in the second half, but they, they just, bottom line, they just need to be better. Uh, they were better against Iowa State in this building. I think they fed off the energy of this building. They played smart. They didn't turn the ball over against an excellent Iowa State defense. It's going to be similar tonight against Houston, top defensive team in the country. You know you have to you have to be smart, take care of the ball, and uh, and then just kind of use the the home court advantage to your advantage, like Texas Tech used theirs to theirs, and Baylor used theirs to theirs. I mean, that that's a big deal, and you see it in the conference every day. It's hard to win on the road, and it's because these environments are so intense. And, and BYU hopefully will be able to channel some of that energy into how they're playing in the second half, and and not have the same result you've seen a couple of times already in conference. Look, I mean, I don't want to sit here and do the entire line of questioning about this, but as, as a former player, explain to me and the listeners what that feeling is like when you've played so well and then slowly you see that lead start to evaporate. We know momentum in sports is so great when it's in your favor. So when you start to lose it, how do you swing it back in your favor? <laughs> well, that that's the question, isn't it? I mean, it's very tough, and... It's a, it's a really unique phenomenon to experience as a player because I remember going to the pit. We're up 20 at halftime. Everybody's quiet, and we're just rolling, right? And then they make a couple big shots, get a turnover and score, and the crowd's going nuts. And this little thing goes off in your mind that, you know, I've got to do something about this. Rather than just playing, you're thinking to yourself, I got, I've got to change – the course of the direction of this game is going so then you start maybe pressing a little bit uh, not a, a full court press sense a sense of the word but pressing as far as you try a little bit too hard and, and you're trying to do things that you normally wouldn't do in the regular course of the game and you try and make maybe a, a drive in traffic that you normally wouldn't it gets knocked away or you take a three thinking boy if i just hit this three then everything will be okay so you take a three that maybe you otherwise wouldn't because uh, you're trying to help your team. That's the thing about it is you're trying to do good things. You're trying to, to, to right the ship. But by trying to do things in extra of what you normally do, it almost always makes it worse. And you see a lot of that uh, in with this team. It's not like they're not trying. Yep. It's not like they're giving up. Uh, but they're almost trying too hard and getting away from the thing that got them the 20-point lead in the first place. And the other thing is, you know, there, there's that general phenomenon. But I, I think certain guys need to step up and, and really try and be a calming influence on the floor. And just to have someone that does not get rattled in those situations is very comforting and can be contagious. You know, you have a guy that's joking around, and, and it's not like you're loose with the ball or you're not intense, but you just bring a sense of calm. All right, listen, everybody, let's calm down. The, the crowd's not on the floor with us. You know, we, we can do this. Uh, and, and and be able to get your team calmed down a little bit. I don't know if that, you know, Dallin Hall did that against San Diego State in in and Spencer Johnson has done that. I, I don't know who it can be, but this ten, team desperately needs some real serenity and poise in those types of situations, and they haven't been getting it. So that's another aspect. I mean, again, we could go off for hours about it, but and, and 
and it happens every night. I mean, you see teams with 20-point leads, and they lose, especially on the road, and it happens all the time. But if, if you can deal with it, that, that kind of separates the really good teams from, you know, the just the, the average good teams is, is teams that can handle that. BYU hasn't, but I, I think they can, and they're learning. You know, every game they experience it, and every game in this conference they're learning and figuring out how, how to play and, and what they need to do to win. We've talked about how good Houston is defensively. What makes them so good on that end, in your opinion? Well, they, 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 you're never comfortable. Uh, they play the passing lanes. They play to get a steal. They play to block a shot. And they almost rely on, yeah, even if I get beat, um, then you're going to force something that you otherwise wouldn't shoot. They actually commit a lot of fouls because they play that way, but they're willing to take a lot of fouls. I mean, it's, a, it's kind of a unique approach. A lot of teams don't want to foul and put you at the free throw line. Houston says referees can't call everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Nor do they, beat, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And we're just going to beat the heck out of you and, you, you know, make some free throws if you want, but you're not getting any good looks. You're not getting good field goals. We're not going to let you shoot the three. So it's a pretty brutal, ugly uh, type of game that they play, uh, but it's kind of beautiful in its own way, I guess. But, it, I mean, after the game, BYU's going to have a lot of cuts and bruises and scrapes. Um, but you just have to give it right back to them, uh, you know, and be willing to kind of get in the trenches and just scratch and claw right back at them. And I think BYU did a pretty good job of that against, like I said, Iowa State. Talk about Houston, number one team, defensive team. Iowa State was the number two defensive team, and BYU did a great job. And I think if they can really spread the floor and get good ball movement and hit a couple threes and maybe get a little bit of a lead, that may change the way Houston has to play. And that's what you always want to do. You want to get teams out of what they're comfortable with and so whoever can kind of make the other team more uncomfortable probably will uh, win this game yeah doesn't it feel like with what BYU does well and you just talked about it spacing the floor and making the passes until you get somebody open that perimeter game and look I I know what Houston has been able to do in terms of these these teams that come in shooting a really good percentage and then holding them well below their average if if it seems to me that BYU style, if they can play the way they want, is something that could really counteract just about everything Houston wants to do. Yeah, I mean, there's always answers to how teams play. I mean, if, if you've got a team that's super aggressive and playing the passing lanes, you have the best passer in college basketball. You go back door and you hurt them. You have to hurt them because of how they're playing. No team... You know, has has no weaknesses. So you've got to find those weaknesses. And I think really that BYU's offensive game fits in nicely with attacking that, with, with the backdoor cutters and, and with the three-point shooting and, and the ball movement you see and, and the early transition offense that BYU runs. You know, it, it really kind of puzzled Iowa State. I mean, BYU scored 87 yeah. points against Iowa State. It's crazy. So BYU's certainly capable of playing good defensive teams and having success. But again, the question is, you know, can you play that way for 40 minutes? Because it's a relentless defensive attack, and you just have to be so mentally tough and, and have a lot of bodies available and everybody contributing, or else they'll wind you, they'll, they'll wear you down, and, and they'll end up getting you in the end. So it's not just about 
handling it for nicely for 20, 30 minutes. It, it's 40 minutes of kind of suffering through that and really being relentless in your offense to, to, to attack that kind of defense. Mark, great stuff as always. It's, uh, it's great to be back with you, and I uh, look forward to hearing you, Greg, on the call tonight. Thanks, my friend. All right, my friend, come come on over if it's close. We need you in the building. I'll do it. We need the, the, the Jason Shepard vibe. Hey, when I was at the Fertitta Center a week and a half ago <laughs> with the women's team, I went right to our spot. It was, uh, it was very comforting. Very comforting. Yeah, yeah. All right, see man. baby. See, talk to you later. See it. There we go, the great Mark Duran. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of the 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll come back, wrap up Cougar pregame live, and Get you ready to send you back over to the Marriott Center after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. With more Mountain America Cougar pregame live, here's Jason Shepard. All right, wrapping up my portion of pregame coverage. I'll rejoin you coming up at halftime. We'll Check in on Big 12 scores from tonight. We'll also check in on top 25 college hoops. Plus, at the Smithfield House tonight, BYU men's volleyball hosting Princeton. We'll check in on the volleyball action across campus. But next, back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Zions Bank, for 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, as tonight it's a clash of Cougars. 21st-ranked BYU hosting 4th-ranked Houston. It's BYU's third consecutive game against a top-25 opponent. BYU beat Iowa State here at home and lost at Texas Tech last week, both games against ranked foes. My name is Greg Grubel. I've got your play-by-play call. Tonight, joined by my longtime broadcast partner, the former BYU basketball player Mark Durant. Mark, it was one week ago tonight that BYU played arguably its best game of the season against one of the best defenses in the country in Iowa State. Tonight, BYU draws the very best defense in college basketball. Houston leads the nation in scoring defense, field goal percentage defense, defensive efficiency, block percentage, steal percentage, and there are other categories as well. Good luck getting good looks against Houston. Yeah, BYU will have as much a chance to get good looks as, as you do at this point in your life, Greg. And it is, it's not impossible, but it, it's certainly going to be difficult. I think you look back to that Iowa State game as the, the way you approach it and just be very aggressive and, and move the ball quickly, try and score early offense transition because it's just going to be a, a real battle against Houston. That's, that's what they do. That's how they're so good. But it's also fun to see the best defensive team against one of the best offensive teams in the country, shooting the three, making threes. It's almost like an, an immovable force, you know, meeting an unstoppable object. And it's going to be fun to see who wins out of that. BYU was able to do it a week ago. Can they do it again? And uh, I like BYU's chances. I mean, that, that offense is pretty special. And Houston, as tough as it's going to be for BYU, it's going to be pretty tough for Houston. Coming up next, my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Zions Bank, for 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Tonight here in Provo, BYU and Houston meeting for the ninth time all-time and the fourth time here in Provo. Houston's won two of three here, including a game in November of 2018. One year later, November of 2019, BYU went to Houston and won on a T.J. Haas buzzer beater. Mark got a big hug after that one. I don't recall that game at all. What did that? When was that? T.J. ran right to Mark. And let out all the emotion with an embrace for the ages. That was, that was all time, no question. Well, BYU comes into tonight's game 14 and four on the year, two and three in the Big 12. UH comes in 16 and two and three and two in conference. BYU ranked 21st, and Houston ranked fourth. But in the net, Houston's number one. BYU ranks fifth in the Ken Pomeroy ratings. And by the way, Ken will be in the building tonight. I'm told it's Houston number one and BYU number ten. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For 150 years, Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play. For financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope talks about what makes the Houston defense so special and unique. They're they're a really impressive defensive team. Uh, We were just talking about this. Um, I made the terrible mistake of, you know, I usually try and get four games into the scout pretty early and my fourth and last game to watch was the UCF game. It left me feeling really uh, terrified and daunted. I don't know how, how often I've seen a game where a team scored 20 points in 30, the first 31 minutes of the game. Um, it's, a, it's a great defensive team. Um, they're really committed to what they do on the defensive end. They commit guys specifically to fit how they approach this game defensively. And, and uh, they're the best defensive team in the country. And they can shoot under 35% as they did against UCF and kind of win going away. Yeah, and UCF is no slouch defensively also. Right. I mean, we've got to see that firsthand. They're terrific size and length and athleticism. Um, you, know, this is, uh, you know, this is the best of the best, right? So this is uh, in, in every metric, in every, in every um, you know, Ken Palm and, and, uh, and, and, you know, synergy rankings and, and uh, the net, this is the number one team in the country. And, and uh, certainly on the defensive end, but overall. And that's how you get there is by being great on both ends of the ball. I mean, they can, they can really do some damage on the offensive end of the ball, too. And so uh, it's the best, you know, one of. I feel like we say this every single game now, but it's, you know, one of, if not the best team in the country. And that's for a reason. It was a week ago tonight. You took on a really, really good, maybe second or third of the time defense in Iowa State. Different kinds of teams, yep. but you played a great game against Iowa State. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and for us, it's it's just a matter of, like, how much pace can we add to this game? How committed can we be to uh, moving without the ball in our hands? Um, you know, how much how much positive defense can we turn into thrust in offense? Um, not necessarily turnover turnovers to, to scores, but but positive defense, clean rebounds, uh, certainly steals, even um, made baskets late in the shot clock, all those things we tend to be able to get out and get some get some uh, thrust in the game. That's going to be really important for us. We did a great job uh, doing that a uh, week ago, and, and, and hopefully we can come away with um, uh, even better performance tonight. Okay, you played the Texas Tech game without Noah Waterman. How is he looking for tonight? He's doing good. He was in a half of practice yesterday. We're going to, you know, it's game time, but if we get the game time okay, we'll start him tonight and, and see how it goes. The value of the home court, I guess you could say in any conference, is pretty big, but the teams that are near the top of this league are the ones that are trying to hold serve at home the best right now. Yeah, and it's, it's, uh, 
I mean, it just is what you need is you need a great performance uh, supported by a home crowd. You know, we played at Texas Tech a few days ago, and and um, you know, that was a that was a great performance where you know we we you know Texas Tech really made a huge effort in the second half, and they had the support of the energy in the gym, and those two things combined, you, your home crowd can't win it for you, but they can certainly help you if you put together a great performance. We hope that's the case tonight, Coach. Thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Ray. All right, that's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores, BYU Basketball, Bill Ford Proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for BYU and UH? So BYU averages about 85 points a game. UH uh, averages defensively about 51 points for their opponents. So that's 34-point differential. Half of that, 17. That gets you to 68, right? So yep. 68 is the highest anyone scored against UH. I think BYU needs to beat that. They have to be higher than 68 because if they're higher than 68, that means they kind of won the battle of the different styles of basketball. So that's higher than 68. Now I think they're going to have to shoot more field goals than, than Houston. I say at least five more field goal attempts in this game. If they can do those two things, that'd be looking good. Attempts or makes? Field goal attempts Attempts. Attempts. Field goal attempts. Okay, as we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from Provo's Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital Courtside Seats, alongside Mark Durant. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. BYU tonight playing for its third ever top five win in the Marriott Center. Last time it happened was almost four years ago in Mark Pope's first season as BYU head coach. The Cougs beat number two, Gonzaga. Tonight, number four, Houston here in Provo. The visiting Cougars ranking in the AP poll for a 76th consecutive week. It's the longest current streak in college basketball. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you courtside. Studio host Jason Shepard, coordinating producer Terry South, control board operators James Finlayson and Ethan Arkell. Studio editor is Maya Tippett, BYU radio engineer Barry Squires, and you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, five games into BYU's inaugural Big 12 campaign, a theme has developed, strong starts and some shaky finishes. With the exception of last week's home game against Iowa State, BYU's established a pattern of playing really well early and kind of struggling late. Uh, BYU's had the lead at halftime in all five Big 12 games, but has lost three of those games. In Mark Pope's WCC days, halftime leads held up at a really high rate. Thus far in Big 12 play, finishing the full 40 mark's been a tougher task. Well, the good news is that BYU has been up at halftime in all of those games, and, and that's something. I mean... To go on the road especially and come out with a lot of fire and aggressiveness and establish a lead, that says a lot about this team, that they're not scared, they're ready to go, they come out, play with a lot of fire. and So that's really impressive. Of course, you, you need to play the 40 minutes, and I think they can do that. I think it's such a problem now that they're, it's, it's, they're really laser-focused on it. I think 
uh, they're going to be as healthy as they've been in a while tonight, which will give you more bodies to, to maybe not fade physically at the end. But I just think mentally, if they really address it, and that's a focus for them, this team is, is so smart. I think they can do it. And also you have to make some adjustments coaching-wise. I think maybe try and be a little bit more aggressive defensively. Yeah, you maybe give up some things, but create some turnovers. You maybe press a little bit, switch up the defense. There's a lot of things you can do, but obviously the sta- status quo has not worked particularly well up to this point. All right, coming up after our break, we'll hear from Houston's head coach, Kelvin Sampson, as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, BYU, uh, BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, previewing number 21, BYU playing host to number 4, Houston. The visiting Cougars have won back-to-back home games after losing back-to-back away games. Their 16-game home win streak is the third longest current streak nationally. BYU will not visit Houston this season. Head coach Kelvin Sampson in his 10th season is head coach down in Houston. He's making his third visit to the Marriott Center. He coached here with Washington State as an assistant back in 1985 and with UH in 2018 as head coach. And a short time ago, I talked with Coach Sampson about having been in this building before. Yeah, that doesn't matter because none of these players have. Um, you know, the um, thing that we knew would be a challenge for this year's team is we lost four starters from last year's team. So this is really a new team. Uh, <clears throat> Walker, number eight pick in the draft. Sasser, number 25 pick in the draft. Our, our, our senior security blanket that, that played all the tough minutes on the road. We went at Virginia, best big guys, um, uh, Reggie Cheney. We went at Oregon, best big guys, Reggie Cheney. Mm-hmm. And then Arkansas's best player right now is uh, Tremont Mark. So losing those four guys... Coming into this year was going to be a challenge. Uh, these kids have fought. Um, um, you know, our biggest challenge for this group is just scoring. You know, we, we just don't have a lot of scoring. Last year's team had plenty. This team guards, but they have to because they, they struggle scoring the ball. Is it comforting to be able to rely on that part of your game if you don't have maybe the scoring that you'd like to have, let's say? Yeah, because there's a lot of teams that can't score or guard. <laughs> <laughs> and the game becomes really hard. But, you know, de- defense is, um, has to be an every night thing. And every every team uh, presents a challenge. Uh, I think Mark has done a masterful job fitting personnel to style of play here. Um, BYU is probably the only team in the league I'd pay to watch play. Hmm. You know, I certainly wouldn't pay to watch us play. You know, uh, nobody likes watching our style of play. Uh, uh, but BYU, though, um, they've got Jokic Jr. out there in Khalifa, and they've got uh, Nell, who's their version of Curry, and they've got um, just hard-nosed vet, tough leader, and Hall. You know, I'm not going to go down the list, but I just like their team. I just like the way they play. I've always been a big fan of Mark Pope. I think he does an outstanding job, and um, um BYU is going to be, a, I think, a, a tremendous, tremendous asset. Uh, we're lucky to have BYU in the league, yeah. uh, not the other way around. You played in some great buildings over your career, but you have played in this building a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts about the Marriott Center, maybe as, yeah. a, as a college environment? Yeah, no, it's outstanding. 
uh, fans. Um, last time I was here, I think I think uh, BYU was playing Utah that night in football, and you could tell it was a uh, just a, a, a match strike away from exploding. Um, but that's a credit to all the people that came before. You know, they created this, and and um, you know, Dave Rose I know is a good friend of mine, and um, Cheryl. Uh, uh, Cheryl, his wife, and my wife, Karen, are good friends. You know, we have tremendous respect for them. Going all the way back to Roger Reed, his son Randy played for me. On the, I was the head coach for a, uh, the West team in the U.S. Olympic Festival. So we've got a lot of BYU ties over the years and um, uh, the tradition. And, uh, of course, I've always been a big Lavelle Edwards fan. He, had, he would have had non, no idea who I was, but I just love watching BYU's offense and football. I'm a big fan of the quarterback, so... Nobody had a better run than BYU in that. So true. Coach Sampson, I appreciate your time taking a minute. Thanks, and and we'll uh, see you down the line. Okay, my pleasure. All right, head coach Kelvin Sampson, an excellent moving rendition of our national anthem here at the Marriott Center. BYU fans, yeah, this group deserves a great hand. Man alive. Well, BYU fans, if you've uh, had any cars on the injured reserve list, Doug Smith-Kia has some promising new prospects on their lot in American Fork. To see the full scouting report, visit DougSmithKia.com. More of the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, Greg Rubel, Mark Durant getting you set for BYU in Houston. One week ago tonight, BYU faced a very good defense and scored 87 points against Iowa State, the most allowed by a Cyclones team under head coach T.J. Otzelberger. When it comes to Kelvin Sampson's Houston Cougars, opponents have a tough time getting to 57, let alone 87. This past Saturday, UCF had 14 at halftime. They scored 42 for the game. They made seven field goals in 40 minutes. I can't ever remember that even coming close to happening. And uh, what a testament to Coach Sampson. By the way, that was one of my favorite all-time coaches' interviews. That was great. Jokic Jr. and all that stuff. And he, he, I imagine that he could probably go down to the local Y and get five guys and make them winners. Uh, I mean, he's just that good a coach, and he's found what they're good at, and they're as good as I've ever seen playing defense, and it's going to be a challenge for BYU. Last word before tip-off coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Greg Rubel. All right, uh, personnel notes for BYU really quickly. Uh, Noah Waterman back in the starting five, and it's back to your normal starting five, I guess you'd say, with Jackson Robinson still in there, but Trevin Nell is available. That's good news for BYU. More or less a full team available for BYU in Houston tonight. Tip off of BYU and Houston. Cougars and Cougars coming up after this. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.